what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the third episode of the Church of Awesome. I am your Grand Poobah Guru host, Brett Dupree, here talking to you about what makes your life awesome. Remember, this is your path. This is your religion. Your religion of becoming the best self that you can be. Becoming the person that you know you are meant to be. And we are here each week to discuss ways for you to enrich your life as you become more and more awesome because life is all about becoming better always being always becoming growing if you're not growing you're dying i just love that saying because the more you grow the more you put yourself in a position to get better and in a position to get better and in a position to get better the better you become which leads us to the second commandment of the church of awesome why commandments because if you're going to have religion you might as well have commandments And the amount of commandments you need is 10, because that's how many religions have. And the second commandment of the Church of Awesome is treat yourself awesome. This is one of the most important ones. In fact, the first three or four, in my opinion, are everything you need to base this religion on. It'd be almost like if the four agreements person decided to make 10 agreements because he just wanted 10, but everything does build on itself. But this one is important because you are the most important person in your life being positively selfish. And I understand that can be controversial. This is not about being narcissistic. This is not about putting yourself in front of others so that you can take advantage of them or something negative like that. This is being positively selfish. The idea basically is, you've you've probably heard this before, you're on a plane with your child and the airbags come down, airbags, the air tubes, whatever those things are called, and they always tell you to put it on yourself first and so you can put it on your child. This is you taking care of yourself so you can be better serving when you take care of others. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And you have to work on keeping your cup full. This means you need to take care of yourself. Do not let other people to take advantage of you. One of the commandments is probably going to have to do something with being unconditional loving because I believe loving from the heart. And I've had many conversations with people about living from unconditional love. But everyone always brings up, not everyone, but you know, people bring up this idea that if I'm unconditional loving, then people will take advantage of me. But no, that's not the case because if you are unconditional loving, one person you have to unconditionally love is yourself. People always think unconditional love means you spread love everywhere on the outside, but you forget what's in the inside. And you need to remember what's in the inside. And what's in the inside is infinite love for oneself. And loving yourself means you do not let people take advantage of you. You do not let people treat you bad. You do not let people not, you do not let people push your, well, not push your boundaries, invade your boundaries. That is a very important part of treating yourself awesome is when it comes to dealing with other people, standing your ground, going with your beliefs and moving forward with them. 
because the love that is within your heart will diminish if you let people take advantage of you, if you let people push you around, if you let people not treat you in a way that you know you deserve to be treated, because I do believe you train people on how to treat you. So it's important to treat yourself awesome in the sense of how you treat, how you allow other people to treat you. Treating yourself awesome isn't just how you deal with other people, it's also how you deal with yourself. Who do you want to be in your life if you did last week's lesson of writing down your ideal self? What do you have to do for yourself to be there? Because your life is always changing We live in a world that is constantly changing. In fact, information is doubling at a rate that is ridiculous. I know I've been a software tester and almost everything I learned in college is almost obsolete. Luckily, just the basics make sense, but there are so many languages that are new and exciting that honestly a lot I do not know about. And if you are just to deal with what you knew in college, especially if you're in technology until now, five years from now, almost a lot, you're going to be obsolete. But this is everything. This is everything. I mean, if you're going to be a life coach, if you're going to be a relationship coach, if you're going to help people, you need to do something where you're constantly learning, constantly growing. You have to grow yourself. You have to think of everything in a sense of growth. That is one thing that's helped me, for instance, my Joyous Expansion podcast. I was, when I first started that podcast, I was thinking about trying to get views. I was thinking about how I was going to, honestly, I was hoping I would get it out there and then people would share it out there and then it would grow organically. And I was more concentrated on how successful I was doing than what I was doing. And when I started noticing is that it was starting getting overwhelming and just my mindset on it was just not crummy it was just crummy and eventually I slowed down but then I realized what I was doing and I thought to myself in a meditation a practice that helps oneself that I was able to recognize that is the growth aspect of that I mean that The gross aspect of my podcast that is more exciting. And once I recognize the fact that I'm growing because I'm doing that, the Joyous Expansion podcast, it became fun and easy because growth is important. You always have to grow. You always have to improve. You always have to get better. So what are you doing in your life to improve? When you are driving in your car stuck in traffic, are you listening to radio or talk shows? Or are you listening to an audiobook that will inspire you, that will make your life better? Are you learning Spanish in your car if that's something you want to do? You have all this time. Why don't you use it for something positive? Listening to awesome books that inspire your life. I mean, we have YouTube out there. And YouTube has so many things for you to listen to. So many talks, so many TED Talks, so many even full workshops. It's free and available out there. Audible.com, which my book, Joyce Expansion, is actually on. Also is there for you to just, I'm part of it. I get one book a month. I listen to at least one book a month and it has helped me grow as a person because personal growth is important. What are you doing to grow yourself? Another thing about being treating yourself awesome is taking care of yourself and taking care of your body. I do recognize if you're looking at the live stream that, yeah, I am a bigger person, so forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned on this one over and over and over and over and over again. But if you want to be awesome, you must 
determine the nutrition that you need to eat. And the Church of Awesome doesn't preach a diet in a sense, but you need to eat healthy for your body. And the only person who truly knows that is you. Some people are great on plant-based diets. Some people are better on more meat-based diets. Recognize that there isn't one diet that's right for you, but there is one aspect of a diet is recognizing that the reality is processed food isn't the best for you. In fact, no matter what diet works, reducing refined sugars and refined flours is the way to go. So finding a way to reduce those and only have them as treats every once in a while and then spending the rest of your time eating real food that will serve you, that would fill your body. Basically, my feeling on nutrition, if it's good for the boner, it's good for the body, meaning that when you feel energized after you eat, you shouldn't feel sluggish, you shouldn't feel like you want to take a nap. You should feel, this food was good, this food made me feel good. And then exercise. And you don't exercise to lose weight. When you want to treat yourself awesome, it's not about losing weight with exercise. For my research, exercise is actually one of not the best ways to lose weight in a sense of calorie burn because your body generally becomes hungry because it wants to replace those calories. But where exercise truly helps is, number one, it helps your mood. And when you feel happier, you you generally do a better job of making better decisions on food. And another way exercise helps is build muscle, which burns a little bit more calories that makes things more efficient. And honestly, it just makes your body run better. And when your body runs better, the better that it does. Another way to treat your body right is meditate. Meditation is very important. Here, here's a story. I remember a long time ago in this hypothetical situation where I was... I mean, have you have you ever been in a high-speed chase? <laughs> I was driving down in Seattle, and when I was driving down, somebody, it was a nice rainy day, somebody hit my car, and it was this weird situation where someone hit my car, and, you know, you're supposed to do that polite thing of driving over, but I really couldn't, so I continued to drive. I took a left, and I took a second left, and I finally got to a point where I can get into a gas station. And when I drove into the gas station, I expected this van to, you know, do the thing where they come back and zoom behind me, but they didn't. The van just zoomed past me, and oh man, at that point I got angry. I was like, ah, oh, hell no. And I jumped the curb like I was Dukes of Hazards because I was driving past this van. I was fast and I was furious because at this point in my life, I was quote unquote triggered. What happens when you're triggered? This is something that a lot of people do not truly understand. But what triggering is, is the switch on of your fight and flight mechanism. Basically, you have your human brain, your mammalian, mammalian brain, and your lizard brain. This is very over the, this is not going to go really deep on how your brain works, but this is the basic idea of how your brain, where your human brain, this is your conscious brain. This is the part that's allowing me to make words come out of my mouth and being semi-coherent. Your mammalian brain is kind of your connection brain, the way you feel close to people and stuff. And then your lizard brain is all about your survival. And one aspect of your survival is fight or flight. You have the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. And at that point, the nervous system that was all, oh man, I need to get this person switched on, the fight mechanism. And when the fight mechanism turns on, your focus narrows. It's harder and harder to make a decision in life. It's harder and harder to 
be conscious because all you want to do is that one thing. And that time, all I wanted to do was get this person, but not get this person in a mean way. This is more righteous justice. As I was making the brilliant decision to try to film her, film this person on my phone while I was driving about 30 miles over the speed limit down a Seattle road. And this didn't happen. This is hypothetical. (laughs) But at that point, my heart was beating fast, so everything go to my extremities. Less brain was in my frontal lobe, but into my lizard brain so that I could make quick decisions and be able to accomplish what I needed to accomplish. Every aspect of my body was focused. I was going to get this person. How dare they do this to me? And then this person turned into... Then this person turned into their driveway, and I was like, oh, I got him. And then there was this scared woman who said this thing that I did not expect. Are you okay? And at that point, I had to answer, and I actually asked myself, are you okay? And here's the thing about the lizard brain. It is not good at answering questions. I mean, unless the question is, how much can you save on your car insurance by switching to Geico? It is terrible. So, at that point, I took a deep breath so that I can answer the question and blood flood through my into my frontal cortex. My parasympathetic nervous system was switched on and I started to relax. I looked at the back of my car and I thought only thing, and the only thing that was actually damaged was the dust that was in print of this person's license plate. And my only answer was yes, as I got up and left because I recognized what I was doing. I mean, number one, being a black man chasing a white woman down wouldn't look good to me if I was caught by police. But at the same time, that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. When I think of number one, my ideal self, my ideal self is not someone who gets in a high-speed chase with somebody just because they bumped into my car. I mean, even if they totaled my car, would that have been worth it? No. It would not have been worth the safety. It would not even been worth my well-being. I could have caused much more damage to myself. I could have accidentally hurt uh, somebody else wasn't worth it and that is the power of breath when you're in a stressful situation being able to breathe being able to taste take a deep breath will allow you to work and recognize work that parasympathetic nervous system and allow blood to continue to flow into your prefrontal cortex so that you can make good rational decisions because We live in a world where we do not need to be in a constant fight or flight, for the most part. I mean, there are people out there, I don't want to discount people in war zones or people dealing with very harsh situation, but chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a person who is in a relatively good situation, and the most part, you're not worried about being eaten by a bear on a daily basis. You're not worrying about life or death. Mostly, it's about bill paying. It's about having enough money for this week to next week and living paycheck to paycheck. It's about going to your job and doing your job well enough so you'll keep it, but then you worry that they can lay you off at any time. And if you remember to breathe through those times, three deep breaths is very important. You'll be able to make rational decisions. You won't decide to escape. You'll decide to deal with your situation. What I mean is, instead of going for that donut, you just go for a walk and so that you can reduce that stress. 
so that you can make a rational decision because you can't change what happens in your life, but you can change how you react to them. And that is the power that you have. You can always change how you react and to give yourself the best ability to change and decide who you are and who you want to be. You need to take a regimentation of meditation because if you want to reduce the chances of being triggered like I was in the hypothetical situation, just meditating for 15 minutes a day will help you. In fact, there was a study that just came out that said meditating for 15 minutes a day gives you the same relaxing feeling of going on a week vacation and just sitting in meditation sitting in silence for 15 minutes and doing your best to just relax the mind and being in silence and here's some tips on meditation number one you don't have to be perfect so don't worry about being perfect on meditation this is not about going down you're not going to sit down the first time you meditate and all of a sudden all your thoughts will disappear and you'll be enlightened no meditation is a practice it's something that you're going to have to build on the first time you're going to do it the sitting down at least for me the first is doing for five minutes and having my, my brain scream at me was difficult my brain is like, get up, do something, get up, do something, get up, do something, blah, 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 blah. And you just have to think to yourself, oh, that's just what the brain does. And you just have to let the thought roll. And eventually, you'll be able to do six minutes, and then seven minutes, then eight minutes, and work up to 10, work up to 15. I mean, if you want to be a superstar, do 30 minutes to an hour. One of my favorite sayings there is, is that meditate daily for 30 minutes. And if you don't have time, meditate for an hour. When you meditate, you will be training your body to be relaxed. You'll be training your mind to be more relaxed, bringing more power to your prefrontal cortex. This will allow you to be triggered less when those situations that come and you feel that fight or flight, you feel your body go <gasps> and you just kind of either want to attack the person or retreat. Meditation will allow you to not have that happen. It's a preventative measure. And when you are not triggered, if you spend more time in your prefrontal cortex, when you spend more time being aware and being present in your now moment, because only now exists, a lot of times we're in the future, a lot of times we're in the past, but when you meditate, you're working on being in the now, you will do make better decisions You'll be better at taking care of your body. You'll be better at exercising more. You'll be better at your job. You'll be better at your bills. You'll be, every aspect of your life improves with meditation. In fact, if there was a pill that gave you all of the benefits of meditation, you invented it, you would be a billionaire, if not trillionaire, because all of the benefits meditation has. And you have it available to you every day of your life it's that simple just sitting down and breathing for 20 minutes 15 minutes will improve your life so if you want to be awesome i ask you to dedicate some time to meditate and treat your mind awesome
This has been the third episode of the Church of Awesome. The commandment being treat yourself awesome. This is about not letting people take advantage of you and setting your boundaries. This is about eating well and treating exercising to energize your body and of course meditating. This is about always being, always becoming and growing. And if you take this week and really concentrate on how you're going to do this for the rest of your life, then you will build upon that and grow. Once again, I am your host, your guru, your priest, your cult leader, Brett Dupree, wishing you to go forth and be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live at 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.